And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. We're back with another film to review. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And our Greenlight Review is a film called Duplicity. And this is a film with movie stars. (laughs) That's for sure. Because I'm talking about Julia Roberts and Clive Owen. These are two major screen presences and they are terrific in this film together. It's great to see two stars like this in scenes, and they really sizzle on camera. It's wonderful. It is wonderful. They're both spies. In the beginning of their careers, Julia Roberts, who was Claire Stenwick, was a spy for the CIA. And Clive Owen, being British, he plays Ray Coville. He is working for the British CIA, which is called MI6. They meet. They have a sizzling encounter. They don't see each other for a couple of years, and now they're running into each other all over the place because now they are both corporate spies. Two major megalopolis companies Mm -hmm. run by Paul Giamatti and Tom (laughs) Wilkinson are trying to knock each other out and get a hold of a formula to grow hair. I have to say that Paul Giamatti and Tom Wilkinson also have on-screen chemistry. They certainly do. In fact, they are under the opening credits, Mm -hmm. and you will laugh yourself silly. You can't read the credits because you're watching these two guys. They run into each other at an airport Mm -hmm. out on the tarp, and they start a fistfight with each other in slow motion. These two out-of-shape, middle-aged men, it is a howl. It's very clever, this whole movie. I think it's a very good script. Tony Gilroy is so talented. I very much loved his movie, Michael Clayton. Oh, yeah. What is so good about this is when they keep reconnecting with each other, they're not sure whether they're in love with each other or they're trying to outwit each other. There is so much duplicity in the film Mm -hmm. that it really deserves its title. And you don't know until the very end exactly what they are trying to do. But it involves millions and millions and millions of dollars. You know, Les, you bring up something right at the beginning here that I want to talk about for a second because it really is at the crux of my review of this movie. And that is, I liked the movie, but I think what undoes the picture a little bit is that I don't think the stakes are quite high enough in this movie. And by that, I know that they're talking about a product that will prevent baldness from the rest of the world. And I'm all for that for all those guys out there who are unhappy with their pates. But the truth of the matter is, I don't think that that goal, if you want to call that, or that prize at the end is quite deep enough. That's just one problem that I have with the film. doesn't sabotage the movie, in my opinion, but it somewhat detracts from the overall dramatic impact that I think that the movie should have had. Maybe so. Maybe you're right. I didn't really think about that. What amused me about it is that this product is going to be worth all these millions and millions of dollars to these two different companies. But when you think about it, it's not a big deal. They should be trying to cure cancer or all sorts of other things. Exactly, Les. I mean, that's kind of my point. Sure. The other thing is that Gilroy's whip-smart story and wonderful screenplay is, as you mentioned, full of twists and turns. I mean, I should have had a neck brace on after I got through this movie. There are so many (laughs) S-curves in the movie. However, when it's all said and done and you're at the conclusion of this film, I thought that the audience that I viewed the movie with, and I felt somewhat the same way. I went, why? Why did I go through all of that? That was an awful lot of work for an audience to go through to try and keep up with the plot. And then in the very end, I was disappointed a bit. 
I think that when you have two great, sensual, and sexy people like Julia Roberts and Clive Owen up on the screen, I felt that the screenplay owed us just a little bit more romance, perhaps, at the end. I just felt that maybe Julia Roberts could have teamed up with a less sexy guy and done the same movie. Well, that's true. It was kind of like two pals getting together, (laughs) you know, with a little bit of kissy face once in a while. You know, I wanted them to sizzle the screen a little bit more. Possibly so. However, there was so much good in this film. Oh, sure. I'm not saying I didn't like the film. And by the way, the dialogue is sensational. It is. I mean, they are really playing ping pong at a fast clip with this dialogue. They keep knocking it back and forth across the table. They're both sensational at it. Absolutely There's sensational. There's a lot of zinginess in the barbs, and no one is better than this. I really mean this. Julia Roberts is brilliant at this kind of a film. She knows how to do the one-liner shtick almost better than anybody. Absolutely. I also think what's clever about Gilroy's script in the scenes where Claire and Ray are meeting that the dialogue from each scene changes just a bit. In other words, you hear them do the scene one way and then about 10 minutes later they do the same scene but the words are slightly revised. So you don't know which one is real and which one is false. It's very interesting, very clever, the way Gilroy has laid the script out. I think so, too. There were a lot of other interesting actors in this film, but I want to mention one specifically. You have seen her in films for the last 40 years in minor roles. Her name is Kathleen Chalfant. She is a woman now, probably in her 60s. She is presented as a very, very powerful, interesting, driving executive And she does it so very, very well. I was delighted to see her with such a meaty part. And I think that we have to mention that delightful Carrie Preston, who has a quick scene. She plays a cameo role, basically, in the film as a travel agent who arranges for Clive Owen to get from one city to another without any trouble whatsoever. And he rewards her in his own way. (laughs) That's true. And I think after that, too, there's a great scene between that character and Julia Roberts, and Julia Roberts is hilarious, and she says absolutely nothing. You're right. It was one of those things where you watched (laughs) Julia Roberts, who is not saying anything, and you're thinking, she's so good. What is going on in her head? What's going on in those eyes? And she's not opening her mouth. It was wonderful. I think it's to Tony Gilroy's credit that he can keep so many plates spinning up in the air at the same time. This film is clever. It's interesting. It's complex. It's a lot of fun. And listen, I was carping just a little bit about the stakes of this film. To me, the end result of the movie is just a little bit disappointing, but heck, the journey getting there is well worth the time that you're spending in the movie. So for me, Duplicity gets a very, very strong green light. I enjoyed this film so much. It is pure entertainment. And watching Julia and Clive in this wonderful ping-pong game of dialogue is a delight. A very entertaining film gets a green light from me as well. Two green lights for duplicity. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, 
and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.